Africa, Pakistan, the limited over series starts tomorrow. We've got seven matches over the course of two weeks, so a very tight schedule. Uh, it's an odd time uh, to be playing cricket in South Africa. We don't really see many games played in what is now the autumn uh, in South Africa, uh, which will mean actually the bowling conditions will suit um, seamers more than it will anybody else. Um, in this current cycle for the World Cup, we are using a league system to determine who get who qualifies for the World Cup. It's the top eight that qualify. Uh, we've not had much cricket in this cycle so far. Um, from an ODI perspective, although Pakistan do sit eighth, um, which isn't great, having played a couple of series. South Africa haven't played anything within this cycle to count. So uh, an important series for both Pakistan and South Africa. Um, but South Africa especially are going to be hampered by the fact that the IPL starts very soon. And only for the first two matches will they have a full squad available to select from. Uh, and after the two games, um, five of their top players particularly the bowlers, are going to be flying out to join the IPL um, teams. Now, for international cricket, Kizer, um, that's not a great sign where teams are allowing, um, happily in this case, uh, players to, to fly off and play domestic cricket instead of international cricket. South Africa struggled to retain players anyway. If they're not left to come play Colpac in England or play PSL or retire early as you know, A.B. de Villiers, the great A.B. de Villiers did to try and make the money. So, you know, end of the day, they, this, you can, we can, we can talk about how much control the board has over its players, but it comes down to the ICC. You need to have windows in place for these tournaments to happen. It happens with football. You need to do the same in cricket. We need to have um, as 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 was planned when you know the big three got together and said, look, we're going to sort this out. Everyone's going to play each other. It's going to be fair. Everyone will get a chance to make money, and there'll be windows for these tournaments. It simply hasn't happened. Um, okay, Corona's come in this year and affected that, but this needs to come from the ICC. They need to have a, you know, you got to have a window for uh, the IPL because it's the big one. You got to have one for the big bash, you, and you've got to have international cricket around that. Um, that's that's the only way that we're going to solve this. Yeah, Asma, I think, unfortunately, this particular series was organised um, at uh, sort of late notice, which meant it fell within the period that the IPL was always due to, to be played. Um, South Africa will be missing some of their top bowlers um, when, so we're talking about Ndidi, Nortje um, and Rabada. Uh, amongst some other players, Quentin de Kock as well, will be flying out. So does that mean that Pakistan are in a good chance of winning this series? Yeah, I think I think both teams are kind of kind of going through a building phase. Um, I think there's a lot of new faces to the South African teams, South African squad, uh, much like the Pakistan squad, maybe not as much or, in, or at the same level. What I would say, I know a lot of the South African bowlers are kind of heading off to the IPL, but um, some of the backup bowlers that were in the T20 squad um, when they were in Pakistan, they kind of, you know, they're no slouches, so um, they'll be there. They'll be kind of given a tough kind of kind of tough examination for the Pakistani batsmen. And again, we're going to like foreign conditions, where, as you say, the ball will be seeming around. So it'll be interesting to see how the Pakistanis handle that. 
And as you say, for the first two games, we will be facing a full-strength bowling attack. So it's not like we're going there, we're playing their C-level bowlers, D-level bowlers off the bat. So it'll be good to see how we adapt to um, the bowlers in the first two ODIs and then how we can get on after that as well. So let's take a look at the Pakistan's likely playing 11 um, for tomorrow's game. Um, so here we have the, the likely playing 11 on the left-hand side, and we've got the other squad members shown on the right-hand side. Um, uh, it's a pretty um, a list of players that we, we know and we've seen play quite regularly. The only newbie that we've got in the squad uh, or in the team is uh, likely to be Danish uh, Aziz. Um, is there any thoughts about the squad in general and just the fact that it seems to be quite a consistent group of players that we're using? Okay, yeah. Um, looking at the Pakistan likely playing 11, um, the first thing that comes to mind is there's been a lot of chat in the background about Safrad, Safraz Ahmed playing the game as a wicketkeeper batsman and Mohamed Rizwan giving up the gloves. So I'm going to talk about that first. Um, I think that if Safraz is coming in, uh, because he's the next batsman after, who was it that got injured? It was Danish Aziz, wasn't it? Uh, South Shaquille got injured. South Shaquille, sorry. Yeah, so um, he was taken out. And obvi obviously the chat is that the management believed that the next best batsman in the squad to replace him is Safraz Ahmed. If we're bringing Safraz in uh, as a batsman, then they're talking about him keeping wicket because they want to bat Mohamed Rizwan higher. Mohamed Rizwan is probably the best gloveman in the world just now. And no doubt about his current batting form. I'm, I'm not too keen on taking the gloves away from him. If you're bringing in Safraz to play as a batsman, play him as a batsman. Where, if the two of them play, where did they bat? If Mohamed Rizwan's pushed up to the top of the order, then do you keep... Imam, Imam al-Haq and probably it'll be Fakhr Zaman that makes way but they're talking about uh, recently about this new brand of cricket and how they're going to play aggressive cricket, modern cricket so they're probably trying to set up a batting order to reflect that and maybe that's where Asif Ali comes in who was a last minute replacement for Saud um, other than that guys like Hassan Ali not making it or Heather Ali not making the squad I'm not too sure about Mohammed Nawaz. I would like to see him in because he's done a good job, but they want they might most people are keen for Shadab to play, but Shadab's not performed well yeah. with the ball of late. But then you've got a lot of all-rounders in there. You've got Fahim Ashraf who could easily bat in the top order based on current form. You've got Shadab Khan and you've got Nawaz. Uh, I would like to have seen Usman Kader in there as the leggy. Um, so yeah, there's Start of the series is a lot of unknowns. Top order, the only thing we're certain of is Babarazan and Chain Shahafridi. And Fahim Ashraf, you could add to that based on form, Mohammed Rizwan. Um, the rest, I'm not I'm not too sure about. I'd love to see Heather Ali, Hassan Ali, Nawaz, and Usman Kader in, in that lineup. But who do we take out? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think um, Hassan Ali picked up a bit of a knock, they were saying. So I think he's just been eased back into the squad. Um, I would point out that Hassan actually had a, 
I thought looked really good in the, the, the PSL, the short PSL week that we had. Shaheen Shahafidi, obviously, top class. And I think the one person that keeps getting in the squad um, uh, undeservedly, <laughs> undeservedly, in my opinion, is Harris Rauf. Um, and I think he's the man that could easily make way for Hassan Ali um, or another bowler. Um, Azam, there's a lot of talk uh, recently about, you know, from Barbara Azam specifically about changing the way that Pakistan bat, batting in a more aggressive style, something maybe that we've seen from England and India um, recently. Uh, does this squad, does this group of players have it in, within them to, to play in that manner? <laughs> Personally, no, I don't. I don't think the squad's kind of built built that way. Um, uh, obviously, you've got players like Imam Barber, Muhammad Ruswan, and they I think they're kind of more stroke players. Um, whereas some of kind of England's players, they go out there, they give the ball a bash. Um, but I think they are trying to do the right thing. I think they are now trying to go and play cricket in the right manner. I think it's going to take quite a period of time, so um, we need to kind of give them that opportunity. As we've seen with England, it did take them quite a number of years to get it right, to go through that phase and see what worked for them. Um, again, I think it'll be the same with Pakistan. Um, but right now, I think, they'll, they, I imagine they'll be doing a lot of tinkering to try and get the setup and the balance right, um, and they'll probably just take it on like a series-by-series series basis, hopefully. Just, just on that point, um, if we can, we're talking about England playing a certain way or India playing a certain way. You've got there's two ways of doing it. You can have you can pick the batsmen who play like that. But I feel what we're trying to do in Pakistan is we're taking our best batsmen and telling them to bat in a way which may be alien to them. And looking at that squad, you've got um, you've got Fakhar Zaman there. Asif Ali, who's been maybe brought in to do that job, and Heather Ali, who could possibly uh, play in, in in that way. And then how you split them up within the batting order. Rizwan's going to play his way. He scored at a good rate, but he does play, uh, like he, as you said, as a stroke player, as is Imam, as is Baba Razam. Um, but this is ODI cricket, and I think you can get away with a balance of that, you know, we talk about, we go back to the England-India series and England were in really good positions uh, a number of times, but they maybe didn't need to go out and play that way, but then they say, oh, well, this is the way we're going to play and sometimes it won't come off, but I think you've got to play the game uh, and the match at that point. And I think having that balance might be better in ODI cricket anyway. So um, if we bring, if we've got, Fakhar Zaman playing and we bring Heather Ali across and you do play Asif Ali then you've got three guys there who can do what you ask of them and then if they can bat around the likes of Babar Azam and the way Mohamed Rizwan's batting just now and even Fahim Ashraf who I would push into the middle order just because I think especially in South Africa we're going to get pace he plays pace well front foot and back foot um, I'd like to see Fahim Ashraf up the order um, to maybe try and push things along and have someone like Heather Ali in there as well. Azam, do you think they're trying to fit Shadav Khan into this squad um, just because you know they, they put a lot of faith in him in the past and they think that he could return uh, wickets and runs, whereas we've got Osman Kader on the 
in the squad who actually you know bowled really well against South Africa in the, the series he played in Pakistan? Um, I think it's a combination of that and a combination of they kind of want the extra batter in there. Um, obviously, his batting's come on uh, a wee bit, so I think it's it's that. Um, to be honest, as as Kizza said earlier, I've not been impressed with his bowling at all. Um, if you kind of look when he burst onto the scene compared to where he is now, he's he's regressed so much. It's it's kind of shocking to see kind of like that kind of demise in a player, um, especially in his bowling. I think he's bowling too many googlies, um, and sometimes um, he he's 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 not sure. He doesn't have that like game plan. Um, that he used to. I don't know if it's cause he's constantly feeling under pressure now, and maybe it's something he needs to kind of go away and work on. But yeah, I would have liked to have seen Usman Carter and the team definitely. I think I think because of his batting success, especially the previous PSL, and people start talking about him in that light, it's t- he's maybe taking he's, he's not spending as much time on his bowling. You look at that, you, if you bring up that likely playing 11 there, how many bowling options have you got there? So, One, two, three, four, five bowling options. In those five, you have got Shadab and Harris Rauf, who might not have a good day. You've got Mohamed Asnan, who's fairly young, and Fahim Ashraf, who won't expect to bowl his full quota of overs normally. We are a bowler short in there and playing Shadab Khan for batting maybe at seven or eight um, or even six possibly but seven or eight doesn't make sense. I would bring in a wicket taker in Osman Kader in his place. I'm not saying he's going to get away with 10 better overs but more likely to do so. If you have someone like Mohamed Nawaz in there as well, gives us, gives you the six bowling option you've got to have a sixth bowling option in ODI cricket. Yeah, I mean, they've gone with five bowlers here um, and I can't see any other batsman that's going to turn into a bowler on the day. Um, Azam, what no, you want I, to say? I, um, I was going to say that um, obviously when Hassan Ali does come back, um, you'd think he'd get into the playing 11 once he's fit, so he can kind of swing the bat as well, so you've always got that option. Um, on, on, on that point, guys, uh, Babar Azam today made a statement that uh, Hassan Ali is fit and available for selection. Uh, Whether they pick him, is, yeah. For for me, then he not, definitely right. gets in because I think that that bowling lineup does look pretty inexperienced. Um, I would only really bank my cap on Shaheen uh, Afridi to kind of deliver with the rest. Um, being re- two of them or two of them being relatively new, and as you say with Fahim, he doesn't really bowl his full quota. Okay, gentlemen, I think uh, the game is on tomorrow at 9am in the UK and it's actually being shown by Sky Sports. So, um, <clears throat> you know, Pakistan fans have gotten used to watching uh, their cricket on in a high-quality format these days, uh, much better than the, the standard definition or even lower quality than the standard definition that we used to we used to be used to um, in the last couple of years. Um, so certainly, uh, hopefully everybody will tune in for that game and we can then discuss the result and the ongoing limited over series um, over the next few weeks. Um, after this series in South Africa, Pakistan do go on to play Zimbabwe in another limited over series and two test matches as well. So there's plenty of cricket for Pakistani fans to be watching over um, the next couple of months. 
before we go, can I ask both of you for a prediction for Pakistan's top run scorer and top wicket taker, please? Um, I see Imam Al Haq being the top run scorer um, after a wee while out, and I think, without doubt, Shaheen Shahafridi is the top bowler um, in the in the squad. So I think he's going to be top wicket taker. I'll go with uh, Mohammad Rizwan. I think he'll get the uh, top run scorer and have to agree on wickets. I don't see anyone getting past Shaheen Shahafridi if he plays more or less the full series, depending on rotation. Shane Shah, Freddy and Barbara Azam. Thanks very much for joining me today. Um, we will catch up again soon.